Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good Monday morning from St. Charles Borromeo Catholic Church in St. Charles, Minnesota. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. I'm Matt Wilcom, Communications Director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, along with Father Tim Buren, who is pastor here in St. Charles and in Iota, and also in Elba at St. Aloysius. And uh, we just thank you for joining us on Real Presence Live. Father Buren, good morning. Good morning. What a beautiful day it is here in southeast Minnesota. A beautiful sunny day, and after... Uh the weekend of the humidity that you could literally hear the corn grow, it's nice to have that reprieve. I paid a visit to my parents' place back in western Wisconsin, and they live at the end of a dead-end road next to a field, a cornfield this year, and I was amazed at how different it looked. I couldn't see past the first three or four rows. It just shot up. Yeah, it's amazing. Last year, you know, it's, it's difficult, I think, sometimes for people to remember what has happened year to year. Last year, the growing season was certainly much later, um, so it is nice to already see the fruits of the labor of the farmers in the area. Granted, the first sweet corn usually comes up from the south. You know, they want to entice us to, to purchase uh, their wares, but uh, certainly local corn has now appeared, and uh, yeah, we're here. You know, it's uh, July 20th already. Yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. Uh, how, you know, after July 4th, uh, it seems that the summer just, it just picks up all the more. It, it just flies by. It certainly does. And, you know, some of our schools, as they prepare to uh, get back into swing, we know that uh, local universities, um, you know, some of our colleges and, and other schools are preparing actually to start school earlier. So the summer really has changed this particular year, uh, depending on where you are going to school and what you're going to do. So for example, one of our um, parishioners, um, he is going to the University of Notre Dame in South Bend, and he actually has to be there ready to begin the first week of August. So what they're doing is they're transitioning uh, the first year students, the freshmen, then the sophomores, then the juniors, and and so forth. So uh, it's great to see people having great plans uh, for this fall. Yes, and our plan with every episode, if you will, of Real Presence Live, every program is to begin with a prayer. And so, Father Biron, would you like to lead us in an opening prayer? I would absolutely love to. Let us remember that wherever we are listening this morning, that we're always in the holy presence of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God, our Heavenly Father, we ask you to pour out your Holy Spirit upon this time together, upon those of us that are listening, those of us that are presenting, that everything is ultimately for your glory and honor alone. And that as we begin this new work week, that the Holy Spirit may strive within our hearts to uh, please you in all things. We ask for your abundant blessings as we place our faith and trust in you. May the blessing of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Again, you're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilcom along with Father Tim Buren. 
And uh, we are coming to you live from the Church of St. Charles Borromeo in St. Charles, Minnesota. And just a couple of minutes here before our first guest, but we have a, a packed show, Father. We're going to be talking about um, marriage and how the Eucharist is connected with that. And also we're going to be speaking about the reopening of a, a local coffee house in our local Rochester area here. Uh, that is connected to the Catholic faith, St. James Coffee, going to be reopening officially pretty soon. Uh, so we'll be speaking with someone from St. James Coffee about that. Also, we'll be talking about liturgical art and what the role of liturgical art plays in lifting our hearts and minds to God in sacred worship. And also, we're going to be speaking about uh, someone who's going to be going on a bike ride, uh, Ryan Peterson talking about nights on bikes for life. So stay tuned for all of that here on Real Presence Live on a Monday morning. And Father Beer, and I'm just so excited to be back here at St. Charles. Oh, it's always a blessing to have you with us, and it's a blessing to be able to, to be together on the air and, and really to share in, in God's grace at this moment. And so thank you so much. It's always a, it's always a, a joy for us as well. And uh, we have, our, I believe, the first guest on the line here, uh, Jim Otremba, who is a Christian marriage coach from Central Minnesota. Good morning, Jim Otremba. Thank you so much for joining us on Real Presence Live. Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me. Hi, Father. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Good morning. Good morning. Good to be with you guys on this on this lovely on this lovely day. Jim, uh, you are, are a Christian marriage coach. Uh, You've got a powerful model for holy marriages based upon the church's teaching and its liturgy. Uh, and well, first of all, can you talk? Tell us a little about about yourself, Jim, before we dive into that topic. Oh, sure, Matt. Yeah, well, uh, I'm a baptized child of the Lord, right? <laughs> so uh, I have been a licensed therapist in Minnesota since '96. Been married to my best friend since 1995, and we have ten children: seven in heaven and three on earth. And both of Maureen and I have been part-time stay-at-home parents, um, which have been just phenomenal, raising our children that the Lord has given us uh, to steward over them. Um, our oldest is in college. She's going to be a senior this fall, actually, University of Mary. You were talking about colleges and all that. So, um, yes, yeah, so she'll be there finishing her senior year. Um, and the, uh, my wife and I have been probably the last mm, 22 years or so, we've been given marriage retreats, parenting retreats. Um, and other types of retreats around the nation to um, lay groups, but also to ordained groups. We love working with deacons and their spouses. And, and then I also give talks to clergy as well on um, compassion, fatigue, and staff uh, issues and things like that. So, uh, And I'm finished my doctorate. So I'm about two years left of my doctorate in psychology. Love to learn and love to build the kingdom. Fantastic. Jim Otremba joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. Let's dive into the topic of marriage. What, what are some of the biggest challenge, challenges, Jim, facing married couples today? Yeah, there are a lot of challenges facing married couples today. As a marriage therapist licensed in Minnesota since 1996, I can really tell you that I've seen a, a lot of challenges change, even since I've been licensed, you know, and that's what, 24 years or so. And so one of the biggest challenges, I think, is, is the whole cultural push uh, against marriage, which is really sad. When, when I was being raised, most of my uh, friends and most of uh, their parents, you know, they were married, and that was the norm. And there was no um, complete acceptance of no divorce or a no-fault divorce law. Uh, there was no, quote-unquote, gender fluidity movement, which is, has no 
scientific biological basement, which is so sad, you know, that we don't make those distinctions. And, of course, there was no Internet. You know, a tweet is what a bird did, right? I mean, it was like, there's, and, and why to bring up the Internet? Because there are so many difficulties with the Internet, not only uh, in the vocation of marriage, but any vocation, really, because, yes, of course, the Internet has a beautiful side to it. It's a powerful evangelistic tool when they used appropriately. But, and that's what the Church teaches, to use it appropriately to build a kingdom. But I have seen, uh, unfortunately, you know, since Genesis chapter 3, we don't get moderation very well, and, and um, we have a difficult time with, with uh, you know, with temptations. And I have seen that just destroy marriages and families. So those are a few things, you know, off the top of my head that are working against marriage. Now, the good news, okay, the good news is the Holy Spirit is still alive, you know. And if you're listening to this right now, you're married, and your marriage is hurting a little bit, um, or if, if it's doing well and you want even a better marriage. I mean, that's I, I, I've worked with both. As a Catholic coach, you know, I, I certainly work with people who are doing well, but they want a better marriage. And as a Catholic therapist, I work with folks who, who are, got some healing issues and need, need some healing. So there's a lot of hope. I've seen the Holy Spirit bring a ton of resurrection from every death that we go through. That is the truth. It's beautiful that you acknowledge that hope because sometimes, of course, we can lose that, uh, that hope in the midst of, of seeing everything around us. Um, but the reality is, as you mentioned that hope and you, you see through this, there certainly is that necessity, nevertheless, to still stay the course. Uh, why is that important for us in the church today? It is so critical important to stay the course, to, to recognize that, that the church has these eternal truths, you know, and uh, safeguards them. And we need those eternal truths, especially in the midst of even just a couple of things I mentioned, the cultural push, uh, the Internet, you know, the relativism that we see, which in our parenting workshops we rail out against, uh, because relativism has infected and will infect and affect your parenting and your marriages, okay? And, again, any vocation, okay? So that's why it's so important to stay the coast. Stay close to the sacraments. Stay close to your spiritual director. If you have one, if you don't have one, I invite you to... Please pray about that. Open up your heart to the Holy Spirit. Spiritual direction is so important, you know, to, to take our walk with the Lord deeper and deeper and deeper um, so that we can continue to build God's kingdom. Every one of us, every, every listener right now, okay, if you're a baptized listener, you are charged by the Holy Spirit to build, your king, to build the kingdom of God. And no matter what your vocation is, you know, I mean, uh, if you're a listener right now and you're a homeschooling parent or if you're a listener right now and you're collecting garbage, or you're listening now, and you're um, working as a construction worker or an office worker, every one of us baptized Catholics, we have a, a we have a, a sacred calling to build the kingdom of God with joy, you know, and, and, and that's what, we need to do that, right? So, and we can do that, and we, we, we are doing that, so. And that's a beautiful realization, Jim, to let our listeners know that and to re- really remind them about that. As a priest, uh, I really rely on the people of God to assist in my ministry because there are certainly things that I do as a priest that they cannot do. Um, right. But most certainly, that's yeah, that's how we partner together with all of mm-hmm. this. One of the, uh, the challenges that I've noticed uh, in working with couples and, and encouraging them in, in celebrating the sacrament of marriage is that 
there are certain cases in which I kind of sense that some of my brother priests feel a little burnt out in the area of sacramental preparation for marriage and in some ways seemingly just go through the motions of filling out Form 1 and, and doing the PMI and, and going over it with them. What are some things that you can encourage uh, couples and priests working together in this area so they can, they can be faithful uh, in their marriage as they strive to be successful in the marriage? Well, since you're bringing up marriage formation, if I may talk about fully engaged a little bit, that is an instrument the Lord put in our hearts about 10 years ago, and along with a wonderful committee, my wife and I were the primary authors of that, and it's a catechetical tool uh, to use for engaged couples. So you can learn more about that at getfullyengaged.com. Um, it is a beautiful tool with an eagle opstot and imprimatur on there, and we, we train facilitators, train married couples or deacons or priests to work with the couples so that we it, it catechize through an inventory. So that's one thing, okay? Another thing is to recognize the um, power of the Eucharist as weekly marriage enrichment. And this is, where, this is one of our favorite uh, retreats that my wife and I give around the nation. We actually, the Holy Spirit allowed us to create a workbook, and we, we presented on EWTN on uh, Jonette's show. Uh, it was just a one, wonder, woman of grace, wonderful time. And so they're actually available through that EWTN catalog, um, or through our website as well, or through Amazon. But I'm not here as a commercial. I am here, though, to say that the Eucharist is a powerful, powerful um, weekly marriage enrichment. Now, it's much more than that, obviously. The Vatican II calls the Eucharist the source and the summit of our faith. You know, that's what, that's what the Eucharist is. It's the source of our faith, and it's the summit of our faith. At every Eucharist we celebrate, we are celebrating the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and the sin of His Holy Spirit so that we can be empowered. Uh, and the Holy Spirit has allowed uh, Maury and I, my wife, to look at this, the, the Eucharist in a slightly different way, to look at every aspect of the Eucharist from the sign of the, sign of the cross to the sending forthright and apply it directly to our marriages. It's very applicable, very practical. So that, that, those are a couple things right there, Father, about you know building marriages, even from uh, engagement, right? Uh, and then also in what, after, you, after you say, I do. We're speaking this morning with Jim Otremba about marriage enrichment and connecting it with the Eucharist. And I think maybe on the other side, Jim, we'll maybe dive into that topic, but just a, I was just thinking about your enthusiasm for this topic. It's, it's palpable, but so many couples out there, uh, I think, are struggling, obviously, and they are, even if they're still together, they're maybe making a resolve to, well, just trudge through this, and uh, I mean, I think maybe, maybe on the other side here, we'll, we can dive into this question of whether or not we, if, if, if people, if married couples want to have a truly extraordinary marriage, whether that's possible. I know maybe some people have lost hope in that, but uh, let's pick that, that up on the other side here. You're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Buren. We're coming to you live from the Church of St. Charles Borromeo in St. Charles, Minnesota. Don't go anywhere. More Real Presence Live next. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. The world is changing fast and needs problem solvers and critical thinkers. Right here in your backyard, Not Marty believes every student has the potential to serve the world and make a difference. 
we will help you obtain a degree that prepares you for success by exploring your talents and passion. Our community goes above and beyond to help each student feel at home, surrounded by love and support. We can't wait for you to see what's possible, and we hope the future brings you here, close to home, at mountmarty.edu. Are you excited about what Real Presence Radio is doing with media in the new evangelization and have experience or education in communications or media? Real Presence Radio is now accepting applications for the full-time position of Director of Programming. Be a part of this faith-filled effort to draw souls to Christ through radio and digital media. For a full job description or to apply, please email Brittany at realpresenceradio.com or call 877-795-0122. Honor your father by word and deed, that a blessing from him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. It is Real Presence Live. Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Buren. We're speaking this morning with Jim Otremba, who's a Catholic Christian marriage coach, about the topic of marriage. And Father Tim Buren, I just realized that this week is NFP Awareness Week, I believe. And so what a great tie-in to the topic of marriage, what we're talking about. So many couples, uh, are, 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 as we were talking about going into the break, so many couples are, are struggling, whether they be Christian, Catholic, or not. And Jim Otremba, again, with just welcome back to the show, Jim. Thank you. Thanks again for having me on. This is great being here. And thank you. And uh, we, we're just wanting to propose the question here for those who Maybe he may be hearing your enthusiasm for marriage and marriage enrichment, but may be thinking, well, even if I am making this commitment to stay with my spouse, I'm just kind of gritting my teeth and just not really enjoying it a whole lot. Maybe what would you say to those couples who want to have a truly extraordinary marriage to be fully engaged in their marriage with their spouse? Is there hope for them? Yes, there is great hope. All right. And, and here's the reason why, because the Holy Spirit is alive and well, and the Holy Spirit desires, desires to bring resurrection power from every death we go through. That is a promise of God. Romans eight twenty eight. that's my life verse, okay? <laughs> that all things work for the good for those who love God. All things work for the good for those who love God. Even our mistakes, even the mistakes done to us, can work for the good for those who love God, which is an incredible promise from Paul, okay, uh, 2,000 years ago, which still applies to us today. So there is great hope. And as a marriage therapist, I've been licensed since 1996, and I've worked with lots of couples. I don't know, probably over hundreds. I'm not sure how many couples. I don't count. But, but I've worked with many, many, many couples. And I can tell you 
that that is a possibility. Now, of course, it's going to take work. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say, oh yeah, yeah, you can have a great marriage in three easy steps. Uh, no, okay, um, you can indeed though have a great marriage. You, you really can. And if you, if we can jump into the material right now if you want to, as far as ways to to create a big, uh, you know, a, a, you know, a, a, a spirit-filled marriage, right? Um, looking at the Eucharist as weekly marriage enrichment. And what we what we do in this in this curriculum is we look at the Eucharist through a slightly different lens. So we look at every aspect of the Eucharist from the sign of the cross to the sending forth rite, but we also look at the different forms of intimacy that God gave us in the Eucharist. There are different forms of intimacy that at, that we celebrate at every Eucharist, and we've identified eight. There are eight foundational intimacies. I'm going to read through these eight right now. They're right in our workbook. Sure. But I want to read through these eight. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, okay. These are the eight foundational intimacies that, that, that are present at every Eucharist. Spiritual intimacy, verbal intimacy, or communication intimacy, emotional intimacy, intellectual intimacy, temporal intimacy, family intimacy, that is, hanging out together with no electronics. So by the time of the homily goes, we've been hanging out for about 25 minutes with no electronics. That's amazing, right? But that's what family intimacy is, okay? Physical intimacy, which is different than sexual intimacy. Okay, physical intimacy, holding hands. You know, I mean, at the sign of the, we make the sign of the cross. We bless ourselves before the gospel, okay? Uh, we don't have the sign of peace anymore during COVID, but physically, we actually bless ourselves before the gospel, and we bless ourselves when we walk in. We're touching ourselves. See, it's a healthy, holy touch. Physical intimacy is critical. And then intimacy of absence, that's the eighth one. That's a, it's a different one. It's a hard one, but it's very true. Jesus taught us this when he ascended into heaven. He said, I need to leave you right now, but don't worry, I won't leave you orphaned. I'm gonna, if, if you knew where I was going, you'd rejoice. I'm going to go prepare a place for you and, and send my Holy Spirit. And we find it powerful that at every Eucharist, the church might seem, quote-unquote, empty, but it's packed. The communion of saints and the angels are worshiping God the Father at every Eucharist, because the Eucharist, again, is the source and summit of our faith. So intimacy of absence is, is critical. These eight uh, foundational intimacies, then, they're seen in every, every aspect of the liturgy and seen during certain aspects at certain times. And these eight, of course, are building blocks, then, for a healthy marriage, as you can very, very well easily hear, you know, from the eight, from the topics. And so through the workbook, we go through each of the, uh, each of the aspects of the Eucharist, and we look at these eight, and then we apply them directly to our marriage, teaching couples how to grow in spiritual intimacy, teaching couples how to grow in verbal intimacy. So, for example, one thing we do is we look at the, um, we look at the, um, the confidier, right? Every time when you walk into Mass, well, we look at the we look at the sign of the cross. We look at every aspect of the Eucharist, but you make the sign of the cross, and what what do we begin with? We begin with a humble petition for for mercy, right? We ask God for forgiveness, and we look at that beautiful, beautiful act, and we say, what if we created a penitential act, a domestic penitential act that we can do at home? You know, and we teach couples how to ask for forgiveness and how to reconcile, because it's so important. This is a pillar, I think, of any marriage that's going to thrive. To answer your question, Matt, how, how do you get from, you know, from
from surviving to thriving? Well, one way is we've, we've got to learn how to forgive and reconcile. We have to. It's tricky stuff. It's tr- forgiveness is tricky. But why do we do that? Because the Eucharist begins with that, okay? And so if we want to learn from the Eucharist, and let the Eucharist be weekly marriage enrichment, we want to incorporate it into our marriages as well. What I really appreciate about all that you are saying is uh, when I actually celebrate the sacrament of marriage with a couple uh, in, in the context of, of Holy Eucharist, it becomes a teaching moment, obviously for the couple, but for the rest of those that are gathered. So it's kind of like a, a, a reminder for those married couples that are there attending the wedding as an example. But um, I really appreciate that you can uh, really lighten you know, this moment for couples living currently the sacrament of marriage and how the Eucharist is so, so important. And it makes so much sense the way you are presenting. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, yeah. It is I indeed mean, our, our favorite retreat. <laughs> so yeah. It's our favorite curriculum. I can attest as a married man, Jim, that uh, some of the most powerful words, perhaps the most powerful words you can say to your spouse are, I'm sorry, I messed up. A- absolutely, brother. <laughs> absolutely. When, what when, are some... During that section, we always say, if, when you mess up, fess up. Right. Not not if. Not if you mess up. Okay, when. Okay, it's going because, to happen. Yeah, I'm going to hurt Maureen. I don't, you know, I, why? Because I'm a human. She's going to hurt me. Why? Because she's a human. Now, we hope we don't wake up with an intention of hurting each other. That's a whole different psychological dynamic, okay? That's, that's not good at all. But we're going to hurt each other as humans. If you put two humans together and you put, you know, I was in seminary for six and a half years. Okay, we hurt each other. Why? Because you got humans together, okay? And we need to learn how to forgive each other and reconcile with each other. So, yeah, I'm glad you said that, Matt, because it's very true. It's very important. Yeah, that's a great building block there. We're speaking this morning with Jim Otremba on Real Presence Live. Jim is a licensed therapist in Minnesota, also a Catholic and Christian marriage coach. And he and his wife, Maureen, have done some incredible work. Um, I, I believe your website is... CatholicFamilyResources.com, is that right? Yeah, that's, that's our website, yep. Mm-hmm. And then also fully en- er, I'm sorry, GetFullyEngaged.com is another resource that you have put together for parishes. And uh, it's a Catholic catechetical premarital inventory and marriage formation program. And we just have a, a, maybe just a few minutes left here with you. What else? I mean, we talked about the Confidiara, the penitential rite, as being a, a way for marriages to model the Eucharist uh, on a baseline, you know, being able to say I'm sorry and being able to offer for forgiveness to the other spouse. How else can the Eucharist be a model for marriage? Well, one thing I want to end with is, is the power of validation. All right, God validates his children. Okay, God always validates us. While, while we were yet sinners, in fact, that's when Jesus decided to save us. Okay, now, so in other words, we're throwing a tantrum and God validates us in the midst of that tantrum. Okay, so... As spouses, we always want to learn the power of validation. Eucharist is an amazing, amazing validation, right? We, we become what we receive. God trusts us enough to receive his precious body, blood, soul, and divinity. Now, of course, we, received, we have to receive well-disposed, right, with no mortal sin in our soul, and we have fasted. So, uh, so we want to validate in our marriages. We really want to. What I mean by that is when you hear a bad thing from your spouse, don't try to fix it. Don't try to fix it. You know, instead validate it and say, oh, I'm sorry to hear that, honey. Not that it was my fault, but, but I'm sorry to hear that. The word sorry has many, many different meanings. One is a culpable, you know, it's fault. My, I'm very sorry because so, I, I just hurt you, and I'm, I, it's my fault. I'm sorry. Another meaning for the word sorry is I want to validate your pain as a human being. 
And that kind of validation in a marriage is huge. It's just huge. So today, think about that today with your with your relationships. In fact, this is a crossover one. It's not only true for marriages. It's true for parenting. It's true for staff. I own a, a mental health center in St. Cloud, a licensed clinic. And so I, I constantly try to validate our staff before we fix things. That's re- really important. If, um, if I may, the, we actually are given this retreat coming up in Buffalo, Minnesota, at Christ the King's Retreat Center. So uh, that's coming up in two weeks, actually. And so mm-hmm. if you're listening to this and you're thinking, that sounds really good, and, and uh, can I get more? You know, can I, can I get more? Can I do more? I mean, we actually are given this retreat in Buffalo uh, in, in two weeks, August 7th through the 9th. So it's coming up in a couple weeks. Excellent. And yeah. uh, so there's this retreat coming up that you, you and your wife are going to be leading at the yep. retreat center in Buffalo. In which Buffalo, yeah, people in different parts of our RPR listening area would certainly be within driving distance of that retreat center. Beautiful place. I've been there on the lake uh, yeah. in Buffalo. And, uh, yeah, just go speak- to kingshouse.com and click on, I think it's registration and events or events and registration. We're right there. Uh, we're, it's coming up August 7th through the 9th. We're going to really, uh, we'll be practicing social distancing, so it's limited, I believe, to only 19 couples. But um, we are really excited to, to, to do this retreat again, and um, we just this is our favorite retreat. In fact, we've we've done it for the Fargo, we've done it for parishes in Fargo. Um, you know, we've done it in Wisconsin, we've done it in Minnesota several times, we've done it in Florida, we've done it, um, you know, Nebraska. We've uh, we just love this retreat. It's our favorite retreat. So, um, Utah, and so if you're listening to this and you and you you'd like to bring us to your parish, feel free to shoot me an email because we love going. We just love uh, you know building the kingdom wherever we're asked to build. So. And thank Listen, you for having me on. Listeners, I concur. Uh, if I was your pastor, I would highly encourage you. Uh, for my parishioners that are listening, I am highly encouraging you to go to kingshouse.com um, and, uh, and register if you can. It, it, is, it is a phenomenal opportunity. And uh, just to have Jim with us this morning to encourage you listeners that are married, that may be struggling, that are, are looking for uh, encouragement. We got about thirty seconds. Jim Otrembo with us here on Real Presence Radio, Real Presence Live. That is on the RPR Network, uh, talking about marriage and the Eucharist. Any final thoughts, reflections before we got to let you go, Jim? You know, one more thing to, to, to recognize when when we go to the Eucharist, we, we recognize that we are beloved sons and daughters of God. So today, take a moment to tell yourself who you are. You are a beloved son or daughter of God through our baptism. That is the truth. Now we don't always feel that way. But that is the truth. Tell your spouse that today. Okay? Tell yourself that. Look in the mirror and tell yourself that. Okay? I mean that seriously. Okay? We're beloved sons and daughters of God. That's what we do when we celebrate the Eucharist. We worship Abba. All right? God bless all of you, and thank you so much for having me on. Thank you, Jim. God bless you and and your family and everything that you are doing. CatholicFamilyResources.com is their website. GetFullyEngaged.com or kingshouse.com to learn about that marriage enrichment retreat coming up at Christ the King Priory in Buffalo, Minnesota, August 7th through the 9th. Jim Otremba, we're going to have to have you back, and there's so much more that we could dive into here, and uh, hopefully that we can, we can have you back in the near future talking about marriage enrichment and the Eucharist. Have me back anytime, Matt, or parenting, or stress management, or parish work, or anything. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Love talking Thanks, to you. Father. You're welcome. Thank you. Stay tuned till Real Presence Live. There are more great segments coming up. We'll be talking about liturgical art, what is in its place in worship, and later it's a grand reopening 
Tune in to find out more about this spectacular event. All this and much more coming up next. Stay tuned.